What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Misguided Goddess Podcast. This is the Misguided Goddess Sion. Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? Oh, snap. Well, I'm coming from a remote location. <laughs> Hi, it's Mardi Gras. It's the Mardi Gras holiday season right now, so uh, things are pretty bananas in New Orleans right now and unfortunately the past I'm gonna say they were four days apart either three or four days apart man two people got uh, run over by Mardi Gras floats at parades I mean both of them were freak accidents and it was crazy as hell like reading the story as to what happened because it literally could have happened to anybody both of them that's that's what's crazier to me is the fact that both of them were freak accidents um but rest in peace to those people um sorry to those families i pray uh strength for you all and understanding and peace with this situation i never really know what to say when people pass away um i tell everybody the same thing just I pray for peace and strength for you. That's really all I can pray for because, you know, it's kind of nothing you can do. They're dead, you know. There's nothing you can do but try your best to live your life another day. But what you could do is honor them and honor their life. So, I don't know. I feel like that I'm I'm just I'm weird about death in that sense. You know, like I, I, I never know how to comfort a person when somebody dies other than to say like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. I just feel like that's empty, though. I don't know. But anyway, um, that's what that's what's been happening. So they've been canceling a lot of the parades. Um because of this so i just want to do a little psa y'all please 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 in the city of new orleans for mardi gras be safe like i went to a parade yesterday because my nephew was in a marching band and um my nephew's in a marching band and uh i got to see him march yesterday but when we were at the parade we were standing behind his family and if they were really nice it, it had to be like a mom and dad a grandma and like some little kids like some little little white girls um they were really nice they shared their beat their throws with us because one of the one of the kids he it was a boy and he uh caught an umbrella he opened the umbrella and was letting the people from the float throw the stuff to the umbrella into the umbrella and i'm like man that's a good idea i was like See if you could catch us a cape, because my best friend loves capes. Me and my best friend, we love capes, and I really wanted him to get a cape at the parade yesterday, because I knew he was going to wear it all day, and probably wear it this entire Mardi Gras holiday season. Um, but it was, we were, like, I kept telling the kids, I'm like, y'all, we need to back up, we need to back up, because it'll be like a float will come, and you can get up real close just to, like, you know, get what you want to get. But if, but when the bands would come, we would have to back up. And that's why I'm like, y'all, we too close. We too close. Now, when I was coming up, they used to have barricades. And I really think that it's, it should be barricades at the parades again. I think that that's a really good idea. Um, I think that that'll help out 
with safety. And I also see like if you if you ever go to the second line in New Orleans, the people who walk with the second line, they walk with a string and you can't cross that string. Yesterday, when we was at the parade, this guy tried to cross across a marching band. And that's like an unwritten rule of Mardi Gras. You cannot cross a parade. Do not try to cross a marching band. And he actually got across. But when he tried to like get with the people he was trying to get with, the one of the women who was in the like one of the marching band parents was like, no, you cannot cross. Go back until we cross. And he did. And I feel like that's how it should be like. Y'all have to know y'all cannot come down here crossing through parades and crossing through second lines. You cannot do that. It's the same as like people who go to college and they join fraternities and stuff. If you see, what is it? The Kappas that do the stroll with the red and the white. Um, I think it is Kappas. Okay. So they do their little stroll dance and stuff like that at parties and such. And everybody know you cannot cross through that. So treat parades the same way that you would treat that. Do not cross across a parade. Do not cross across a second line. Do not cross across a marching band during a parade. Wait until they pass and then you can cross. And some parades have gaps in them. Like they have like, you know, like little gaps. So you can, you know, run across the street real quick if you got to run across real quick. Just be vigilant, y'all, and be safe. So, oh, didn't want to really start the pot out with that. But, like I said, it's Mardi Gras. And, yeah, y'all heard me say I went to the parade yesterday. So, I just want y'all to know, your girl has been going outside. All right? I've been going outside. So, with that being said, we are going to jump right into our mental health check-in. So, okay. This last week, I'm not going to lie, PMS got the best of me. If I didn't break down in tears at least twice a day, every day for the past week, (laughs) man, 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 I kept like, it'll be like little bitty stuff will happen or like something. Of course, I watched This Is Us and I started crying. Um, I don't know who the fuck is over there at NBC writing for This Is Us, but brah fucking vote. Bravo. Y'all get it out me every single episode. That's the reason why I don't watch it on TV. I stream it on Hulu. And at this point, Hulu needs to go ahead and just slide over the sponsorship because I really watch a lot of Hulu. Um, <laughs> Netflix can too because like, like y'all know, I mean, it's on the agenda for me today to talk about. Um, to talk about something that I watched, two things that I watched on Netflix. So, um, watching, uh, this is us on Hulu. Sorry, y'all got a loss. I went over my list of talking points and just kind of lost where I was at just now. But anyway, watching this is us. I wait like one or two weeks so I can watch two or three episodes together. So I could just get that one good cry out and then take a nap. Yeah, that's what I be having to do. So <laughs> me looking over my talking points just now, though, I realized that I have not I didn't record a podcast last week because I wanted to talk to y'all about Valentine's Day. I mean, we still gonna talk about it, but just letting y'all know this is about two weeks worth of information. I'm about to pack into this good hour episode. Um, 
so my mental health check-in that was that like just crying being emotional and I realized something last week at one point in my life I was thinking about having weight loss surgery um I wanted to do the VSG sleeve surgery and when I was working at my old job I had bomb ass insurance so my insurance was gonna pay for it all I had to do was go to the doctor once a month for six months manage my weight loss um with a doctor and then I was going to be able to get my surgery I mean I think I was going to have to put down like I think out of pocket I was hmm, I can't remember how much I was gonna have to pay out of pocket I want to say 13,000 but I don't think that's right but anyway my plan was to when I moved back down here last year oh and it's officially been one year since I moved back to New Orleans and y'all know we gonna talk about that um but yeah, so I was going to move back down here and then I was going to do my weight loss surgery and let, you know, let fuck, let my job pay for it. Heal up, do what I had to do, get back in and make some money and then quit my job. Like that's what I wanted to do. Um, but I've been thinking about, um, doing my surgery again. I kind of talked myself out of it because of the whole insurance thing, but I, I, this is something that I want to do. And I really wanted to do this like all natural, just diet and exercise, but not, but cause it's not a, but I wanted to do it and I tried to do it. It just didn't work. It just, it doesn't work. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing to make y'all like lose weight and just like, I've tried being vegan. I've tried, um, medications. I've tried, you know, working out. And another weird thing when I work out, I don't, I don't know if I need to see a dermatologist for this or not, but every time I work out, if I start sweating or even if I'm just like, say I'm like outside all day and I just start sweating, like y'all know I like sitting outside and shit. So if it's a warm day and I'm sitting outside in my backyard or whatever, and I start sweating, I break out in hives. I don't, I don't, what is that? I, I don't know what that is. So I don't want to say it. I don't want to, I don't want to say this. And then it sounds like I'm like, I'm trying to be lazy, but I really do. Like I will work out in parts. Like, cause if I start sweating or if I feel like my, cause my legs, they do start itching first before the hives start. So like, they'll like kind of start itching and then I'll start sweating and then I'll break out in hives, and then I have to take a shower, and then the hives go away. I don't know if any of y'all ever dealt with that. If y'all deal with that, DM me and let me know. But um, since I bought that up, and since I bought up Mardi Gras, I've been thinking about, um, first and foremost, I am going to give up something for Lent, being that I am from New Orleans, and Mardi Gras is really the last big feast and festival like if y'all know the history of mardi gras it's like the last big feast and festival before the season of lent and then a lent season is supposed to represent the 40 days and 40 nights that um you know the bible story story of the 40 days 40 nights that they were wandering the desert or whatever so uh 
I, I don't really think it's really Christian. I think it's more Catholic. Like y'all know, like New Orleans is more of a Catholic kind of city. Um, but my best friend growing up was Catholic. So I actually learned practicing, like giving up stuff for Lent from her family. And then when I got a little bit older and I started like reading more about the history of New Orleans and New Orleans culture, like y'all know, I don't subscribe to any um, religion. I'm not religious at all. I'm definitely more spiritual. Um, but me being from New Orleans and it being a part of my culture, I do give up something for Lent. So for this year for Lent, I'm going to, I'm going to give up meat. I'm going to give up fried foods and I'm going to give up sex, <laughs> but that's going to be easy to do because I've already taken a vow of celibacy. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about, y'all. <laughs> so, okay, the reason why I want to give up meat is because I did go like a really good time last year, like a like a few months actually, uh, doing a vegan diet. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it, I have to do more research on it because I don't want to be eating like, for instance, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I've started making like vegan Chinese food with the chickenless chicken and a meatless meatballs. A lot of that stuff has soy in it and soy isn't good for you anyway. So instead of me doing meatless options, I would much rather just eat, just don't eat meat at all. Like not even meat substitutes, shall I say. Um, I was talking to my mama though, and she was like, mushrooms um, were said to kind of give you that texture of meat like the feeling that you are eating meat and it's really not that deep to me i mean i i do want to try to eat more mushrooms just because of the um nutritional benefits for it and i uh you know mushrooms are not that bad like i'll eat it on pizza like if it's on a veggie pizza i'll eat it but that's about it um but i also do want to give up i say fried foods and i'm also trying to do white foods as well so like uh pizza bread french fries because that's what I've pretty much been surviving on for the past two weeks or so. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been eating terribly and it's sad. And um, I kind of weaned myself back from that. And because like I realized like one day I was like, damn, I haven't eaten any fruit in like three or four days. And I just felt disgusting and my skin felt nasty. So I was like, let me go walk to the store and give me some fruit. So I walked to the store and I got me some fruit. I live right across the street from a grocery store and they usually have pretty good um, fruits and veggies, like fresh fruits and stuff. So I did that. And then when I was in the, had to be 10th grade because I was living uptown. Okay. Yeah. So when I was in the 10th grade, I was in this dance class at school and it was like an after school program and we used to dance and our dance instructor was Catholic and she told us. Uh, that she wanted us all to practice giving up something for lit. So at that point in time, my family is a pork chop loving family. At this point in time, we were eating like pork chops and gravy. We're also a gravy and rice eating family. And a lot of people make fun of it, but my family loves gravy and rice. Like we will make like, and when I say gravy and rice, I don't mean like that gravy that's in a gravy boat and just plain white rice. No, I don't mean that. I mean like, Fresh seasoning with like grilled chicken or smothered chicken. Sometimes we do pork chops. Sometimes we do meatloaf. We like gravy and rice in my family. We are a gravy and rice family. 
one day I just cut up fresh seasoning, made the gravy and ate it with rice and I was perfectly fine. Oh, and I made it with corn. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. If you season it right, you really like season your food right to me. And I feel like it'll be easier for you not to eat meat. But I was eating white rice, so that's still not good. Um, But I do like brown rice, so that's pretty much not going to be hard for me at all. Because I do like brown rice. I like long grain rice. Um, But we were eating pork chops so much. Pork chops and we eating fried pork chops, sauteed pork chops, uh, fucking gravy and rice and pork chops, pork chops and pork and meat. Just pork chops fucking every day. Pork chops and yellow rice. Like just all the fucking time pork chops. And I was like, you know what? I'm giving up pork chops for Lent. Like it's going to be hard because... At that time, I was in high school, so I wasn't really cooking on my own. I didn't really learn how to cook until I was 19. Um, But I wasn't really cooking on my own, so whatever my sisters were cooking is what I was eating. So when I told them I didn't want to eat pork pork chops anymore, they took it as I don't want to eat meat anymore. And they were all like, well, why you don't want to eat meat? Oh, you're not eating meat? Why you want to eat pork? Oh, you're not eating pork? What you thinking about becoming a Muslim? And at one point in time, I did think about becoming a Muslim, but it wasn't because of the goddamn pork. It just wasn't. I just was like, yo, I'm sick of eating pork every single day. I'm sick of it. And I stopped eating pork chops for the 40 days. And I used to walk to and from school most of the time. Um, and I want to say we live maybe like a mile and a half away. So I'm getting like a good three miles in, you know, walking to and from school every day. I lost a lot of weight. Like it was significant, um, significant. Like I had to get new clothes. It was so significant. And that really worked for me. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Why you wasn't bringing on hives then? I do not know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My body went through like I, it was like I turned a certain age and my body just went through this change where I have all sorts of allergies. I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, but yeah, so that worked for me. So, yeah, I think for Lent, um, I'm, I am going to be giving up meat again because I really do want to stop eating meat. And I, like by point in telling all the story of me, stop eating pork chops. I don't eat pork chops now. And after that, after the 40 days of me not eating pork chops, I tried to eat one and I got sick. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to eat it anymore. I just made a conscious decision not to eat pork chops anymore. Then after that, I was, uh, oh, I ate some barbecue ribs. I love barbecue ribs. And my sister went on this like whole thing like, oh, I thought you wasn't eating pork. And I'm like, I've never said that. Y'all assume that I don't eat pork because I don't eat pork chops and I don't eat bacon. I don't like bacon. Bacon is disgusting. I everybody I, I know a bunch of people that love bacon though, but me, it's not for me. I don't like the texture. I don't like the taste. I don't see the big deal. I don't see the hype. It's disgusting. There, there. I said it. Whatever. Um. But yeah. Uh, and I was thinking about doing, uh, just chicken and tuna. Well, not tuna, chicken and fish. Well, I'm going to make some tuna, but chicken and fish (laughs) only. But then I was thinking about it and I really don't want to eat chicken anymore either. Like, (laughs) I don't want to eat chicken no more either. So then it's kind of just like, well, what the fuck are you going to eat? I'll figure that out. I'll figure it out. Of course, it's going to be hard. But by me already doing like intermittent fasting, just because... Like, I wake up, a day in the life of, C, of God of Sion is a, 
I wake up at about 5 a.m. every morning and I'm up. I don't have to really get out of my room until like 8 when I have to get my nephew up for school, get him to school. Then I go back inside. It's now 9. I'm making sure mom's getting out the house. I'm cleaning up. I'm moving around doing stuff. And then at maybe like 11, I'm trying to drink some tea. And I don't really eat until like one o'clock. Like I don't really get hungry until like one o'clock. So it's really easy for me to do fasting. It's really easy. So that's something that I'm going to be working on. But in the meantime and in between time, I am still trying to figure out how can I get my surgery without having my insurance. The the thing with the surgery that is the reason I feel like, well, first of all, every time I started to do the doctor's appointments to get the surgery, I would get fired. <laughs> the first time I got fired um, was in was August 2017. I was set my last doctor's appointment for before I could get my surgery was set for November 2017 so yeah and then I was like fuck what am I gonna do but then I moved to Dallas all right moved to Dallas when I moved to Dallas I started talking to my doctor um because I started like I started to talk to my doctors more about weight loss and stuff like that and they put me on like medications and stuff like that and ugh, I don't want to be on medications. But I mean, I was already on some other medications. So I was it made me feel like like an old man. Like I, I told like that was my like my 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 joke like I'm an old man cuz I have like one of those 7-day pill dispensers cuz I take like 4 to 5 pills a day. I'm in my 20s. That's terrible. I mean, on a brighter, on a, on the reason I took so many pills was because I have my antidepressant and I take vitamins. Like I was taking a lot of vitamins. So I, I don't want to just say like, oh, I was on four different medications. No, I was on, oh, one of them was birth control. And that's another thing. I went off my birth control. Um, I went off my birth control and they tell you not to really do that. But with PCOS, like y'all know I have PCOS. We talked about that on the older episode, but Ever since I went off my birth control and I've still been trying to like really stick to a diet, my cycles have been regulating and I'm really happy about that. Like I have a calendar, I write the first date, I write the last date, I write, man, it's incredible. Like my goal for 2020 is to heal my entire body. So that's the reason why I want to have a like actually live a life where I have a plant-based diet and it is going to be hard because food is incredibly delicious like and this this is coming from a girl who eats her feelings that's what I realized this week also I still do that like that's that's terrible um my food is so good like y'all ever ate wings like why the fuck are wings so delicious like wings are incredible you ever ate wings and then ate a brownie? Like, come on, man. Like, that's top notch. That's top fucking notch. (laughs) 
But I, one thing I will say about me trying trying this plant-based diet, I really do try a lot of different things and I'm not forcing myself. That's the thing that I like about it. Like I'm not forcing myself to do this. So I don't feel like, cause that's like when people say, oh, I'm going on a diet. I feel like a diet is forced. I don't want to do a diet. I want to change my entire life. I want to change my life, my eating habits. I want to change my lifestyle. That's the point of it all. And I put on, um, I put on a sweater yesterday that I bought when I did lose my weight. Okay. Y'all like I, I lost like what did I end up about in the last year? I think last year total, I lost close to like 37 pounds, but toward the end of the year, I, I reached my end of the year goal weight. And then in these two months of this year, I kind of gained back, gained it back. And I felt it yesterday and I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I gained it yesterday. And then when I was like looking in the mirror, examining my face, don't say you don't do it because I know you do it. I, I get blackheads, so I have to do it. No, I don't have to justify that. I fucking look in the mirror, okay? I examine my face all the time. <laughs> so I did that, and I could see, like, breakouts and, like, discoloration. And I can tell when my diet is bad because that's when it happens. Like, my skin on my face shows everything. It tells you when I'm stressed. It says... When I'm not eating right, it says when I'm not getting enough sleep, my skin shows everything. It's a telltale. I can't hide anything with this face of mine. Cannot. So that's something exciting that we're going to be. um, I'm going to keep y'all posted on my uh, journey, of course, because I'm really excited about it. But the one thing I did start saying this sentence and then, of course, I went off into something else. The one thing about surgery that I was kind of afraid of wasn't the surgery, wasn't any, like, it was the, not even the whole recovery, but the recovery is what scares me. Like, having an open scar, and I'm just like, I never had surgery ever in my life, so I never had an open scar, I never had to get stitches, but that is the part that scared me the most. However, I'm intrigued, and I really would like to see it. I don't know what it is about the inside of the human body, but I love to look at it. Like I used to follow Dr. Miami and I follow Dr. Nick on Snapchat just so that I can watch them go into surgeries and do stuff. The creepiest thing I ever watched Dr. Miami do though, I watched it once. I'll never watch it again. was a fucking nose job. It creeped me out. 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 Um, I didn't mind watching him doing a tummy tuck. I did not mind watching him doing Brazilian butt lifts. None of that. But that nose job freaked me out. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. I'm thankful I don't have to ever get it. Well, knock on wood. Please, spirit, don't ever let me have to get a nose, nose job. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with the nose that I have, that I was blessed with. I got my daddy's nose. I'm fine with that. Um, but if I ever was to, like, break my nose and I had to get surgery, then, yes, I would do it. But, man... That shit looks scary. But yeah, the recovery part. I mean, and even though I wouldn't have to go through it alone because my sister already told me, like, if I did this, like when I were when I was going to do the surgery in 2017. I, she told me that I could recover at her house. So either she'll come and stay at my house, whatever, whatever. So, you know, that would have been cool. 
but that was at the end of 2017 it's the beginning of 2020 and for the past two years I've been talking myself out of getting this surgery because for the past two years I was supposed to be trying to lose the weight on my own and it didn't happen um I get depressed and then I eat my feelings and then I gain weight and then I get sad again about that so it's just like I never in a circle and now that I know that I do that now I can actually do something about it isn't that awesome meditate meditate and get to know yourself once you get to know yourself you'll start to figure out different things and then you can figure out the path that you want to take in order to change those things so i just wanted to talk about that with y'all and some people are probably thinking well see why do you want weight loss surgery if you didn't fully just understand what i said (laughs) then let me say it again the reason why i want the surgery is because the other things that i tried to do didn't work for me and I don't want to be fat anymore. So not even I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. And I'm ready to start popping out some babies. So I got to get this uterus together, you know. Just get this body in like, uh, you know, I got to get this body right. Like I'm going to be carrying a God inside of me. I have to. That's the way that I look at pregnancy. That's the way that. I feel about it. I feel like you are carrying the life of a God inside of you. So I want to make sure everything in there is right before that time comes. You know what I mean? And I know like, and man, my mom's friend said to me some rude ass shit the other day. Like, I thought this was so damn rude. He was like, oh, how old are you? And I told him, and I'm in my late 20s. Like, I'm almost 30. And he was like, oh, well, you're not going to have no children. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) why people think that you have to have kids in your 20s? Why? I don't even, I don't get that. That's one thing I don't get. I wanted, I've always wanted to wait till I was 30 to have children. I never wanted to be pregnant in my 20s. That was never a goal for me, ever. I mean, my mom had me when she was 27 but she had already had two kids by then and my mom had children healthy children and went through healthy pregnancies in her 30s so I I know it's possible hell my aunt also I also have an aunt who had kids in her 30s so and that just rubbed me the wrong way Um, I'll just say that it just rubbed me the wrong way like I didn't say anything to him that day but it kind of made me think like what the fuck? <laughs> Ladies, if you're in your 30s and you don't have kids yet, you can still have kids. Like, I'm pretty sure if you go to, you, I'm pretty sure you can figure something out. You know what I mean? I mean, unless you can't have kids, then in other words, I'm sorry about that. And I hope that, you know, you're okay with that. Like, I'm not saying this to be rude to anybody, but I felt like that was rude to me because at one point in my life, I did think that I wouldn't be able to have children because of me having PCOS. So for somebody to be like, oh, you ain't having no children. That's like rude as hell to me. Like, that's just rude. And he didn't he doesn't know about that. So, you know, it was all my own thoughts and stuff like that. But that just was rude as hell to me. And it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I don't like that. So don't be walking around here talking about telling people they ain't gonna get pregnant or ain't gonna have no children or don't want no like what the fuck like I could see if I didn't want kids but you know 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm still on the fence about it though. Honestly, the thing is, I'm on the fence about raising children. I am more so fascinated about what happens with the human body when women are pregnant. That 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 shit is mind blowing. Like I've been watching documentaries. I, I watched this uh, thing about doulas. Like I'm very interested in pregnancy. <laughs> very interesting I find it very interesting and I look at motherhood the same way motherhood is interesting to me because I I get to see so many different mothers and so many different parents and what they go through with their children and it's interesting to see how a a person's childhood would it's interesting to see how a person's childhood will affect their life So that is going to slide me right into my next segment. I have been, I had a, I had a dream a few weeks ago and in this dream, my older sister and my best friend, they liked a person who I didn't like. And a lot of like, I'm, I'm not a kind of person that dislikes a lot of people. So if I dislike a person, it's it's because of them. It's something that they did or it's their energy. And I just don't I feel nasty when I'm around them and I can't do it. Like I pick up on energies and I pick up on vibes. And if I can't, I can't. You know what I mean? And just respect that. So like my friends know that if I don't like a person, they're not they'll either like if we have to be in the same area, they're going to warn me first. They're not going to let me just be blindsided, you know. Like, they let me prepare for it. And I really respect that in my friendships. But I had this dream. And when I woke up, I was, I remember the night before I was praying and I, and I was like, what is it that a little, I call my child, I call my inner child Little Sion. <laughs> what does Little Sion need? Like what's, what's going on with little Sion? Because like I said, I've been doing a lot of inner self work, like inner healing. And I thought that last year I did all of the work on my childhood. No, I didn't. I did not. I did not. I pushed a lot of shit all the way down and now I got to get it out because it's weighing me down. (laughs) And I never realized that I was doing that. Like, I don't think that I consciously did it. I I subconsciously push down different feelings and thoughts and emotions about certain situations in my childhood and in my teenage years. And now I have to deal with it as an adult because it's weighing down on me. And I had that dream. And from that, it made me think that I have this thing where I feel like people are trying to take my position in other people's lives. And that is weird. So, like, for instance, in a dream, I'll tell y'all the dream. In a dream, I was telling my sister, my best friend, I was like, whoever the girl was. And that's the thing. It wasn't an actual person. But me and this person actually had a fight. But I can't tell you what her face looked like. I can't tell you what her skin looked like. I can't tell you anything, like anything at all. I don't know if it's that I didn't see it or if it's that I didn't remember. But I didn't hear a name or anything. But I was telling them, I'm like, I don't like her. And they were like, well, we going with her today. And basically like, well, we going with her. You could do whatever you want to do. And I was like, oh, so y'all picking this bitch over me. Okay, fine. I'm out. (laughs) 
So in a dream, I leave. Oh, I'm packing to leave. And then I go outside. And when I go outside, I see my sister on a phone and she's on a phone, like talking about me. And it's like, like, yeah, like she's being so crazy right now. Like she doesn't want to go and she's doing this, that and a third. And I just felt like she was talking shit about me. So I kicked her in the back of the knee. And when I kicked her in the back of the knee, she fell and she hit her face on the concrete. And then the person who I didn't like came running out of nowhere and like attacking me as well as this girl that I was friends with coming up and she's pregnant now. And I was like, listen, I'm not fighting a pregnant girl. Like, go ahead. Like y'all can do what the fuck y'all want to do. I'm not fighting a pregnant woman. Cause if you fight a pregnant woman in the state of Louisiana and she loses her baby, baby, you going to jail for murder. I ain't it. I ain't doing it. I didn't got into an argument with one pregnant person and I had to let her know like, sis, I'm not fighting you while you are pregnant. Fuck with me after you drop your kid. Like, I ain't doing it. <laughs> the only way that you're getting away with fighting me, the only way that I'm ever going to fight a person while pregnant is if they hit me first. That's it. You can say anything you want to me. I will not hit you while you're pregnant. Oh, but once I know you're not pregnant anymore, oh, we can get it on. That was the old Sion, and that's something else that I was also working on because I'm not a fighter. So that's why the dream was so weird to me because I'm not a, I don't be with that rah-rah shit. Like, I'll I be chilling, like... I really be chilling, y'all. I be chilling. I don't even like fussing with people. Like, I be chilling. So, in a dream, me and her, we like fighting. And I'm like going off. And I'm like beating the shit out of her. And I'm like dirty fighting. Like, I remember. And But that's the craziest part about why I can't remember what she looked like. Because at one point, I was holding. I was on top of her. And I was holding her arms. And I'm holding her arms with one hand, Yvette. And I'm like punching her in the face and I'm like, you stupid bitch, you stupid bitch. And I kept punching her, I kept punching her. And I was like, and she tried to stab me with like an eyebrow, like an eyebrow, um, like an eyebrow brush, like the tip of it. I'm like, but you really trying to stab me? So I take the thing out of her hand and I shove it in her ear, like jamming it in her ear while still punching her in the face. That is like overkill. Like that's, that, that's really dirty fighting. And then I remember waking up, just like jumping up, like, what the fuck was that? And then I realized I still have some unresolved issues with like my sisters. It's really weird, but that's something that I'm working on. So I've been meditating on that and journaling about that so I can figure out what exactly it is that is the problem. Like, does it feel like, like, I think that it was that. I was feeling like I was replaceable, like indispensable, like, oh, that's just Sion. We're just going to push her off to the side and replace her with this new person. And I never thought that that was something that I actually was feeling. But once I had that dream and then I thought about it and I had a conversation with my friend uh, Josh after I had these crazy because it was like a series of crazy dreams. And every time I have crazy dreams, that be the ones that I always learn lessons from. And he was, I was talking to him and I was like, but see, when I, if I wake up and I remember a dream, I feel like I remember the dream for a reason. And I analyze it. Like I try my best to analyze it. And he was like, you know, Sion, not all your dreams mean something. And I was like, damn, I never thought about it like that. Cause I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I always think that dreams are signs of stuff. And 
I think that I think that dreams are signs of stuff because when I pray, I always ask God to like show me something and I always ask to show me in my sleep, like show me in my dream. Why? I don't know. But I, I've, I've been doing that for years. But even but now. I could see stuff in my dreams and out of my dreams, so it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that was something that I, I felt like I had to work on. So I've been doing a lot of research on how to heal your inner child or how to reparent yourself. Not saying that my mom didn't do a phenomenal job being a mother. My mom did the best that she could with what she had and what knowledge she has. And now that I am an adult and I am doing this work, I'm actually talking to my mom. So she's right there with me the whole way. And she totally res- like she really respects it. Like she really respect where I come from on certain situations because I don't come to her being defensive because we never we I'm not going to say we had we've always had the perfect relationship. I went through a phase where I didn't want to talk to my mom for like months at a time and that was on me. Like that was stuff that I had to deal with. It really wasn't on her. And it was, it was, and the reason why I say it was on me is because I wasn't communicating my feelings. And a thing that I started working on last year was if I'm mad at a person, I'm not going to just cut you off. If I feel like our relationship or our bond is something that I, if I feel like our bond is really strong and our relationship is that important to me, I'm a fight for it. Now, if you don't feel the same way, I'm gonna respect your mind. That's it. Like, if you don't want to talk to me, I did you something so terrible and you don't want to talk to me. I'm not going to keep bothering you and bugging you and pushing it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna respect your mind because I want you to respect my mind. Because I want us to have this conversation. I want us to have this, 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 this dialogue. I want this to happen. So like even a few days ago, I was mad at my nephew. My nephew's 17. He doesn't fully understand how to communicate yet. So I was telling my sister, I'm like, I don't want him to think that it's okay to just be in the house and not talking to a person just because you're mad. You know? I don't, I don't want him to think that that's okay. I want him to be able to communicate his feelings and he's 17, he's 17 year old black boy in New Orleans of all places. Like he got enough to deal with. Not saying that it's okay for, not saying that it, like my, my feelings aren't valid of why I was mad, but I can't stay mad. You see what I'm saying? Like it's going to hurt me more to stay mad than it's going to hurt him for me to stay mad at him. Like that's going to weigh down on me. It's not going to weigh down on him. I'm no, I'm going to be the one at the end of the day to feel bad. So not even doing it for the other person, do it for yourself. But like I said, if they don't want to respect their mind, you, you deal with what you deal with on your own. Like I have certain situations and certain people that I'll never be able to talk to again to have these kinds of discussions that I need to have with them. And since I can't have them with them, they'll mean I'm not going to have them. I'm going to just have them without them. How you going to do that, Sian? I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to journal about it. I'm going to get those feelings out of my body and onto some paper or just out. 
get that energy out of me. So that's what I've been working on for the past few weeks. And that's what my focus is going to be for the next couple of pods. We're going to be talking about um, different ways to reparent yourself and different ways to heal your inner child and figure out like what you need to do. Like what, what do you need? What do you need? Like, do we actually know what our love language is? Do we actually know what we need in order to be loved and to feel loved? Do we actually know? So that's what I'm going to be working on. And that's what I'm going to be sharing um, on the podcast. And even like on all, of course, on all of my social media platforms, I'm, I'm already doing it. But that's something that's really important to me. And I feel like if it's something that's important to me and it's helping me, if it can help somebody else, then of course, I'm going to share the same information with you all, too, because I'm, I'm here for all of us to heal. Like I, I want us all to heal. And I was also thinking about like if I did have a kid, like what kind of parent do I need to be for my child so my child won't have to reparent themselves? But then on the other side of my mind, because I think about both sides of it on the other side of my mind, I think I'm only going to be able to be the best parent that I can be. You know what I mean? (laughs) like how I said my mom was the best parent that she could be my mama had six kids like she had to deal with six different personalities she had to deal with six different personalities all at one time and then when we were all like old enough to be like kind of our own person my sister started having children so it was not only my mom has to deal with these six she also had to deal with my, her grandchildren because <laughs> she became a grandma. So, you know, she uh she did the best that she could with what she had. And now we still have, and this is what I respect about my mom. Each one of us have a very open and honest relationship with her. And if we need to pull her to the side and explain something to her, she will keep it right there just with, between us. And that's it. And that's that's what I respect about her. And that's what I love about it. Like I say, like the stuff that we did have problems with, we were able to talk through and it really made our relationship so much better. Like now we I don't want to say we friends, but like that's my dog. Like she cool. Like that's my dog. Like growing up, I was like, I don't think that if my mama was my age, we would be friends. But now I think that if my mama was my age, we would be friends. I do. But it's just because we so much alike. Like, we are... Man, I'm so much like my mama. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts how much I am like my mama. (laughs) Um, But that was the one part. Oh, my goodness. I thought that I was going to be able to do all... Do everything. Okay, I've been babbling, so I I have to catch up. We got, like, 15 minutes left. (laughs) My bad. So, okay. This year for Valentine's Day, I was my own Valentine. Um... I told myself last year when I moved back, because that was when, you know, I moved back down here the weekend after Valentine's Day. And I wasn't seeing any. Well, I had a sugar daddy and my sugar daddy didn't give me nothing for Valentine's Day. And he was mad that I was moving from Dallas. So I didn't get anything for Valentine's Day last year. And so I said, you know what? I told myself in for, for New Year's, my New Year's resolution was to give myself the love that I so freely give to everybody else. I spoiled my fucking self riding for Valentine's Day. I bought me some wine. I bought me like half a pound. I bought some chocolate. I bought me some 
Um, I invested in my business. What else did I buy? I showed out. Okay. Not only did I show out, I also did, I celebrated Galentine's Day. Um, Galentine's Day is from the show Parks and Recreations. Uh, Leslie Nope made up Galentine's Day where she basically gives Valentine's Day gifts to all of her single friends. Well, I did it to all my friends, single relationships, male and female. Nothing major, just something cute and thoughtful, you know, because I just wanted to let them know that I do love them. So uh, some people got uh, some handmade aromatherapy stuff. Some people got candy. Uh, me for Valentine's Day. Oh, my goodness. I got the best gal. I got I, I really had a good day. I had a very good day for Valentine's Day. I this is the best Valentine's Day I ever had ever in my entire life. And yes, I was single. And no, I didn't get any any peen because, again, like I said, I've been celibate since January. And I know it's just February, but I'm very proud of that because it's been tough <laughs> and it's going to be tough. But I see now I'm going to have to save that talk, that conversation for next week's podcast. So um, Valentine's Day. Anyway, I got um, my best friend Mallory bought me some incense and some sage. She knows my heart. She bought me incense, sage, and Chinese food. My other best friend bought me weed, of course, um, and food. <laughs> um, I got some money, so that was awesome. I had a very, very, very good Valentine's Day this year. I had a very good day. Um, what did I buy? I bought one of my friends some cigars. I bought one of my other friends some candy. I bought... Um, I think I, what did I get Mel? I got Mel, um, a mug, a coffee mug. Cause we, we were just talking and she was talking about how she didn't really have any coffee mugs. I got her a coffee mug and a little teddy bear. I bought some edibles. I had a very good Valentine's day this year. I spoiled myself rotten. And my sister thought that that was so funny, but I mean, if I'm not going, if, if if nobody else is going to spoil me, goddamn it, I'm gonna spoil myself. <laughs> I deserve to be spoiled. So that's just exactly what I did, and it felt incredible. And I'm not just saying that; it felt incredible. It really was a really good day. Like it really was a really, really good day. And my oh, my brother came home like. Well, I'm saying came home. He ain't come home from jail, y'all. My brother lived out of town. So he like popped up on us. That morning I walked outside and he was in the backyard. And I'm like, dog, what are you what are you doing here? Like <laughs> nobody knew he was coming. But he was like, you know, I wanted to surprise y'all for Valentine's Day. So that's what he did. Um, that was sweet. And um I got to see my nieces. I got a new niece, y'all. She's beautiful. She has gray eyes. It's very crazy. Like her eyes are so great. They kind of close to white. It looks a little creepy. I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of not creepy, kind of scary, but she's freaking beautiful. And she smells incredible. I don't know. Y'all know how people love that new car smell. I love that new baby smell. Like, oh, that like that area, like right where they have like that neck cheek baby thing going on. Oh, man. I freaking love sniffing babies. If you ever catch me sniffing your kid, please don't be uncomfortable. 
just know I, I thoroughly enjoy a new baby smell. Baby smell so oh goodness, baby smell so good. Um but I do have some other stuff that I wanna say. Two things that three things that happened this week and this is kinda gonna be a crash course. So D Wade I watched D Wade's Good Morning America interview about his daughter Zaya. First and foremost, I respect the fact that when they asked him, was he okay with it? He was like, the first thing he said was, I had to check myself. <laughs> like men in locker rooms are gross and I could only imagine the type of stuff that they say. But I, I, I like the fact that he, like this was a wake up for him. Like and he's trying to learn his child and be there for his child. And I really, really respect that. Now, after that interview aired, Boosie went on this like rant on Instagram. And all I really want to say about that is I didn't really watch what Boosie said because I don't care. And the reason I don't care is because that's not none of his goddamn business. Boosie, you got about eight kids over there. You need to be minding them and what they trying to do and what they got going on. If everybody just minding fucking business about their own kids, this world would be a little bit better. A little bit better. Mind your fucking business. That's what I have to say about that. Mind your business. I hate it when like black people act like, like I'm, I'm pretty sure somewhere in Boosie's family, he probably has like a transgender uncle or like a transgender aunt. But that's the kind of shit that black families sweep under the rug or either they disown them or people spend their entire lives not living their lives in front of their families. And that is hurtful. Like, that's terrible. And this is why. But what I respect is D-Way is say what he said. And I haven't seen him say anything about what anybody has to say. And I love the fact that Zaya's brother um, posted the pictures of them like growing up and just talking like, you know, this is my best friend. Let that child be who that child want to be. And everybody's like, oh, she, she's just 12. How can she say she's not a boy? She's a girl. If you were born feeling different and you get to explore that, explore it. Obviously she was born different. She, she learned and did research as what D Wade said in the interview that they were doing research and figuring things out. That's, that's, that's how you figure out who you are. You do your research. You learn about different things. You open your mind, you expand your mind, not saying, Oh, expand your mind. And you're going to turn into a transsexual person. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that's how you figure out who the fuck you are and what you're about. That's how you figure out your goals, your morals, your values. You have to do research. You have to meet people. You have to understand things. Everything does not like the internet. And I hate that this is what social media has made the internet be. It's full of just people who just thinks that their opinion is okay. And right. Now I know what y'all thinking. Sion, you're on a podcast. This entire conversation is your opinion. Yeah, I know. And I'm thankful for this platform but I feel, well, maybe I feel like it's different because I'm not spewing hate. <laughs> I'm shunning ignorance, yes. But I'm not out here just saying, oh, hate this people and calling people this and calling people that. And then, like, 
that's just what pissed me off. Like, Boosie, you got eight kids, my, my G. You got, you got eight kids. How long were you away from them? You should be spending every waking moment trying to take care of your children and get to know them and figure out who they are. That's what you should be doing. Not worrying about D-Wade and his daughter and what they got going on at the Wade house. You worry about what's going on at the badass house. Don't worry about what's going on at the Wade house. That's y'all fucking problem. Y'all don't want to mind y'all damn business. And um, another thing that I wanted to say, moving right along, Miss Jeanette Dubois, we lost her last week. She was 74 years old. She passed away in her sleep, um, according to her family. Miss Jeanette Dubois was, I thought that it was pronounced Dubois, but Mallory told me it's pronounced Dubois. So, um, people who grew up in the early 90s, we know exactly who she is. We know Walona from Good Times. The baddie from Good Times is what I always called her. But she was also the grandma on the Wayne's Brothers. She played in a lot of different shows and movies. And she was fucking gorgeous. Like, she had those thin eyebrows since then. Like, all of her pictures that are in black and white are beautiful. Her pictures that are in color are beautiful. She was just a beautiful person. Um, after she passed, I read a lot of different stories from different people who knew her. And she seemed to have been a very beautiful person as well. So to her, I would like to say rest in peace, queen. And thank you so much for being incredibly you. And lastly, I'm going to close this out with rest in peace to Pop Smoke Band. That, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke Band. He was, he was young, like 20. That, he was really a baby. You don't realize how young you are. Man, that really was a baby. He really was a baby. And for him to just be like at the height of his career, like he, that boy just put a mix, like, a, was it an album? He just put an album out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And he was still on the rise. Like a lot of people don't know who he is, but now people are, people are going to know. And what I liked about him, he, like, this is what was funny to me. The week before he died, there was this like thing on Twitter where a photographer had posted some pictures of him and he asked the guy to take him down because they weren't flattering. Now, Pop Smoke wasn't the cutest guy in the world. I'm not even going to say that. But he was like, I don't know. I look at New York people, like men from New York, I look at y'all different because y'all just got this swag about y'all. Like, even if you ugly, you got that New York nigga swag. Like, ooh. And that's what he had. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it. Like, they just have this cockiness about them, this awareness about them. Like, yeah, I'm a man and I'm here. And that's just, that's, that's hot. That's hot. And Pop Smoke had that. So I definitely would like to say, you know, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. But I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. The stuff that I had left to say, I'll just save that for next week, guys. So if you guys are interested in the tarot card reading, please send me a DM. Um... Thank you guys for listening. I pray that you all have a blessed and abundant week. It is still Mardi Gras. Uh, I call it the Mardi Gras holiday, the weekend before Mardi Gras. It's still Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Please be safe, have fun, and I will check in with y'all after Mardi Gras because guess who is going outside? I am. Peace. I love you.